All right. Welcome to week six of the NFL Pigskin Pickers. I'm Tim Trainer, along with Steve Hill. He's back from the road and here in the studio. Hey, Steve, how are you? It's good to be 5-0. and Yeah, the un- only undefeated team left in the NFL is the Minnesota Vikings. I don't think anybody would have said that five weeks ago. What's it like? How's it feel? It feels great on the one hand. On the other hand, Tim, uh, I've been listening to a lot of talk about the Vikings being atop the power rankings, Mm -hmm. about being the team Vegas thinks has the best chance of winning the Super Bowl. I think this is a bit premature. Uh, It has jinx written all over it. That said, it's good to be 5-0. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think a question that they still haven't answered yet, and maybe they won't have to answer it. I mean, a team like Denver didn't answer that. But if, if you're down 10 nothing, if you're down 14 nothing, can is this a team that can still win the game, the Vikings? Yeah. Yeah? I think so. Okay. I mean, I think that they uh, they battled back against Carolina. They were yep. down 10-zip. Yep. Um, they've beaten some good teams. Okay. This uh, I mean, bye week couldn't have come at a better time. I mean, we're mm-hmm. pretty dinged up, and we just signed um, – What's his first name? Long's his last name. The the offensive lineman is it Jake Long? Jake, yeah, Jake Long. Really? Yeah, he was a number one yeah, uh, sure. pick, and wow, uh, I didn't even, he was on the street. And then he, you know, had the two major. That's um, Howie Long's son. Okay, yeah, yeah the knee operations and yeah. everything. But out of desperation, after another offensive uh, lineman who starts last name Smith for the Vikings. Hmm. Um, Andre Smith yeah, uh, is on the injured reserve no, list now. I mean, uh, we brought in another guy. We've got, I think, five cents left in cap room uh, <laughs> for anybody else. So nobody else can get hurt. But um, anyway, things are going well. The team is just flying high with yeah. confidence, uh, both sides of the ball. Still, I'm a fan of Bradford. Yeah. And it was one of the first Vikings games in as long as I can remember where I I just didn't worry about it. I mean, the whole game, it was in hand. I mean, it was just fun to beat Houston it's, that it's, way. Yeah, it's neat to be that kind of a dominating team, you know. To not, yeah, to not be scratching your eyes out and, and biting your nails. It's cool. Yeah, and that uh, kid Adam Thielen, number 19, who filled in for Diggs, um, everybody in Minnesota is high on this guy now. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the undrafted guy from Minnesota State yeah. who – you know, That's going to get you a lot of fans right there. Yeah, and he's just getting a lot of attention now. And he and Cordero Patterson are, are really close friends. And to see Cordero catch a touchdown pass was great. It, it just it was a fun game to watch. Well, maybe we can talk about this. I mean, it's kind of the the, the story of the year so far. I think is that uh, TV ratings are down double digits and just about. Down the line, that Monday Night Football has been down almost twenty. I think over twenty percent. It was up against the debate this year, but this week. But I mean, I've I've tried to watch a decent amount of football. We both sounds like watched that Monday Night game, and it was it was a hard watch. Those were two bad teams playing poorly. Do you think there's anything? What's I mean? Is this just a, a campaign season, and and people are just just kind of in that mode when they're watching TV? I'm sure CNN ratings are huge, and MSNBC and Fox News. Or is there something? Is there something bigger at play here with, for uh, NFL TV ratings? I think that it still is a sport that captures the yeah. nation's interest. I do, but um, it it got a little bit of a lather on it in terms of interest with fantasy football and other things uh-huh. that might have spiked viewership a bit. And I think uh, it's. Perhaps leveling off to a normal viewership 
for a country that still really enjoys football Mm -hmm. rather than this crazy uh, high viewership that, you know, might be a function of of the – the fantasy football, you know, draft kings and all that kind well, of stuff. That was one of the things I noticed is that like the Sunday day games still had good ratings. Like people are watching their team still, yeah. but they're not watching Thursday night games like they used to. They're not watching money. You know, they're not watching the Sunday night game. Right. Like and the to. clunker games, I think yeah. you watch if you've got some action or, or you've got some other thing going on. Um, and, and people I think are realizing that, as the NFL tries to saturate us with, you know, right. football 24-7, there's a downside to that, and that is people see product that doesn't meet the high standards they're used to, uh, you know, like the pre-Sunday you know Sunday night, pre-Thursday, pre-NFL channel, pre-network, you know network, whatever. I, I just think that it, might be some of it. It, it also could just be um, that – Perhaps I don't like to talk about this, but perhaps some of this concussion stuff that's affecting youth participation might also be affecting viewership. And, you, and that might be a story to, to follow a little bit. Yeah. Do you think, I mean, have you noticed a change in the level of play? Have you noticed that that the level is not as high as it was a decade ago? I actually I, enjoy it more now because yeah. I think it's returning to – some of the older style hitting that I grew up with in mm-hmm. the 70s. I mean, of course, you had the guys, yeah. you know, doing the dangerous stuff too in the 70s, but we don't see the leading with the head stuff. Sure. We don't see those awful quarterback hits and wide receiver hits that we mm-hmm. saw, you know, five, 10 years ago that some people found entertaining. I, I never really right. liked it. Well, I mean, I, the, the one of the stats that I saw recently is that just even just in the last five years, that average age of NFL players declined by like a year and a half and it's on a you know an eight year you know almost two and a half year decline and and that's partly because of how they've structured contracts you know that that rookie contracts are cheaper and then you'd sign the big one and that rookies are less expensive so you uh, plug, have to plug in more of them and they're just not as well coached or not their te- techniques not as good their their understanding of football fundamentals is not as good and I I, I mean yeah I, I I can't say I've noticed, a, you know, specifically a decline, but it does seem like I don't know that there are less that the the, the games haven't been as clean. I guess in the last, I, I think years. there's something to that. I think yeah. also the star power yeah, might be affected by Peyton's younger gone. players playing because Brady you know was out for four weeks. People like to root for their, you know, uh, Peyton Manning or you know, I think Aaron Rodgers for the Green Bay fans yep. lives up to star power, but. Some of these two to three years in the league guys who are very talented but kind of cutting their teeth still on the finer points of the game, um, they're not stars that attract viewers. And that might be part of it. I think, you know, baseball allows you to play a little longer. Mm -hmm. And I think we're seeing, uh, you know, like with Big Poppy and you got other guys, you you can hang around a while still in baseball. But I think it's going to be rarer and rarer to see skill positions uh, being filled by people who stay in the league 15 to 20 years and excel the whole time. I think it's going to be tough. And there's also, I mean, the, 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 Another big thing is that the election is taking up a lot of mind space, you know, and a lot of TV time. And maybe people are just a little, uh, I don't know, yeah, just that's just sucking up all their energy and, and there's not as much left for football. But tell me, I'm 52, okay, yeah. got a few years on you, Tim. 
I mean, the the young football fans call them, you know, sixteen to twenty years old. Yeah. Who are into devices and texting mm-hmm. and all the social media stuff and the fantasy football and everything. I mean, what what do you think? the appeal yeah. is of the NFL to that generation. I mean, is, could it be as well that, you know, uh, my dad, my grandpa, you know, mm-hmm. your, your parents and stuff. I mean, are those people yeah. uh, maybe not tuning in as much as, you know, maybe they follow one team and, and right. they don't sit in front of the TV the whole time. I mean, what do you think about? Well, yeah, I think that's a lot of that is just on entertainment habits, right? These are, these are folks that have, have, uh, screens in front of them and they have incredibly um useful and thoughtful video games that they can control like you know why would you sit in front of a, a tv screen for three hours when you can play your game without commercials you know and be the coach and the and the quarterback i'm not sure um i think there is something to be said that entertainment in general will move more towards virtual reality than than just being a spectator. I mean, that's... I think you're right. I mean, now that we're talking this through, and I, my son, who's in fourth grade, loves the Vikings. You know, loves mm-hmm. getting all excited about it with me. But to get him to sit and watch an entire football game mm-hmm. is impossible. Yeah, I'm lucky to get him hanging around for a quarter yep. before he wants to go out and ride his bike or throw the football himself mm-hmm. or whatever, which I kind of like. Yeah. But I remember when I was a child and, you know, we were watching the TV and there were like three or four channels yeah. and there were no computers and cell yeah. phones and, and, you know, smartphones and all that. Um, the novelty of a television mm-hmm. was enough to hold me there yep. for the whole game. And now it, there just are so many choices. I think that, you might be a couple of years away from from having a, a kickoff to kickoff kind of uh, watch yeah, it, right? I mean, hopefully. he's, he's going to be into that in in a we'll little see. bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, it is interesting though. It's it'll be surprising, I think, after November to see if those uh, rebound those those TV numbers, or if there's you know a, kind of a chink in the old armor for the NFL that's just con- continuously seen those revenues increase just every year. All right, well, enough of the big picture stuff. Let's talk about gambling. We got a game on right behind us here. I mean, that's another thing. You watch this game on Twitter. Is that incredible? Live that's stream amazing. on Twitter. Denver yeah. and San Diego. It's first quarter. So I guess we're not allowed to bet it, but the line is three. It's in San Diego. Um, you sounded like you like Denver, Steve. They had, a, they had their first loss of the year last week. Um, it's not quite sure. Um, you know, they had a backup quarterback. It looks like Simeon's playing. Um, yeah, I felt pretty good about Denver, but yeah. I think we'll stay away from the Thursday game, get back to our old rule. I like but, it. But um, I look for Denver to cover that handily. Yeah, San Diego tripped us up. Like, I guess it's a good time to remind folks of how we did last week. We went 2-3. and three. Uh, Your Minnesota Vikings, just the guaranteed cover. They blew out Houston. Like we said, it just, just dominated the game. Team I uh, kind of uh, was high on was the Eagles. They lose. They were three-point favorites at Detroit coming off that bye. Their first loss of the year. Uh, had that game in hand in the in the fourth quarter and f- turnover and a Detroit win. So that's that loss is on me. But I made it up. Uh, Buffalo, I love them. Traveling across country, they beat L.A. as underdogs. Should have just taken the money line there. Steve got <laughs> yeah. one and a half or so. That was a good call, too. Yeah, that's a winner. Uh, we did lose by half a point. Oakland and San Diego, this same Charger team, 
just uh, just got us by a half a point, which kept us from a winning week. That was a tough loss. Can you believe, though, the botch snap? Yeah. That was so Chargers totally. to do that. Yep. It's yeah. incredible. And, we, and maybe if, you know, that's fine. If, if, if they tie that up, we can win in overtime. That's right? what I was yeah, thinking. Exactly. You know, but – yeah. Anyway. Anyway, so that that's half a point matters. It, yep. It, cuts, it took us from a winning week to a losing week because we got we had the Bengals who just got blown out at Dallas. So that's a that's a big L. What uh, happened there? I mean, that's that that's your team. What? How do you explain yeah, that result? I don't know. That was like t- they were coming off ten days. They played that Thursday game and just kind of dominating the Dolphins. It seemed like they maybe turned the ship around. They had they had gotten a little healthier. They just came out really flat-footed, and before you know it, it was 28 nothing. Um, the Cowboys just went in for sevens. You know, that's the important thing. When you have some, you have some momentum, when you're dominating the game, if that's, you know, 16 nothing instead of 20, 28 nothing, you, it's still a game. But at 28, the game was over. Uh, the, the Bengals came back a little bit, uh, made it 28-14. But, yeah, just really flat-footed, a really poor performance for them. And their, their season's on the line. We'll talk about this game. Um, they're going to New England. Uh, Sunday morning out here, and New England's nine-point favorite. Cincinnati dropped to two and three. Uh, with loss here, they go to two and four. Tom Brady's back. He looked good, and but anybody can look good against Cleveland. Uh, the line's nine. Do you think the Bengals kind of uh, put up a fight here, or is this uh, sayonara and uh, you know out of the playoffs for the first time in a couple years for Cincinnati? Well, like I thought, you know. The one point deal was an insult. Yeah, uh, you know I think it's also an insult. This hmm. minus nine. I don't know, Steve. What if this team? I, I just like isn't... Cincinnati. I think they laid an egg against you know Ezekiel yeah. Elliott and Dak and all that. But yeah. I mean, I I think that um, they've got a really good defense, mm-hmm. and um, you know I'd like to see them. If they're going to lose, I'd like to see them not get blown out. Yep. You know what I mean? I yep. mean, I could, I could see them losing by three. Yep. They, they you know, both uh, New England uh, tight ends were healthy for the first time, and they just looked unstoppable. Uh, Bennett and Gronk. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that's you know, we might give Cincinnati one more shot if they get blown out here. We don't, we don't have to pick them again for the rest of the year, but um, I'm not, I'm not totally convinced that they're a playoff team again. But are you comfortable when they're getting nine? If you. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Sure. <laughs> right. Sure. Sure. I hope so. Listeners right. can can listen into that as, however they like. Okay. Um, all right. The next game, the Giants are at home. They're three point favorites over Baltimore. Those seem like pretty even teams. Three point line for the home team uh, makes that clear. That's a stay away for me. Those are two teams who still haven't figured out. They they put up these. Str- they play well, kind of in games, but have lost some and won some, and I'm I'm just not sure how those will shake out. They got to show me those those giants. I, I was high yeah. on them at the beginning of the year in my fantasy league. I drafted Eli because I thought he was going to be having fun with these three receivers. Mm-hmm. And you know, right now I just um, I got to see them yeah. have a big game before we go with yeah. them. They, uh, I like Baltimore a lot, and mm-hmm. I think that uh, Baltimore could just flat win this thing. I do too. Uh, so I think we stay away. Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, that the Giants team pulled off the, one of those backdoor covers again last week in that Sunday night game against the Packers, but they they were losing by double digits most of that game. That was kind of a blowout. So Giants have something to prove still. Uh, the next game, Carolina minus three <laughs> at New Orleans. Uh, so New Orleans at home and underdogs. Carolina is one and four. Uh, they got smacked around by the Bucks and just kind of lost a game late. 
ugly Monday night game. They're coming on a short week. They're traveling to New Orleans. Um, Cam will be back, though. I Cam think. will be back for sure. But uh, gosh, you got to think they've got a little crisis of confidence there. Do we like the Saints to to keep them off the road, or does Carolina get get right here? I like the Saints at home getting points. Uh, You've been been betting Carolina all week you're, or all year. You're turning on them. I'm turning on them, yeah, because yeah. I just think that something's broken in Carolina. Mm-hmm. It might be the spirit. It might, might be the coach. Be the coach. Yep. Um, I think that when a team's down, we kick mm-hmm. them, especially like playing away and I traveling like with a quarterback who yeah. should be thinking about his head coming fresh off yep. concussion yeah. protocol. The odds um, of him finishing that game are not yeah. not terribly high. Yeah, let's let's take New Orleans there at home, getting three points. Um, Riverboat Ron, we're gambling against you this week. Uh, Pittsburgh is minus seven and a half at Miami. That's an awful lot of points for a road team, but Miami's looked poor, and Pittsburgh just kind of looks like a juggernaut. You know, Vikes are getting all this love as you know Super Bowl champ favorites and all this. And I think you got to look at Pittsburgh this year. They're starting to click. I know they're not your favorite guys, Tim. No, it's pretty obvious they're talented. Oh man, Uh, I think they're going to manhandle the Dolphins. Uh, It's going to be one of these games that bakes in Pittsburgh as a Super Bowl contender. I think. I think you got to go with them. I think I'd, I'd take them. All the way up to 10. All right. Well, then we'll take 7.5 at Miami. Uh, we're taking the, the Steelers. Uh, the next game, two bad teams. Chicago is at home, minus 2.5 over Jacksonville. We've ran ran with Jacksonville a little bit this year, but uh, nothing to interest me in this game. That's a stay away, I think. Uh, yeah. Even if Cutler's coming back, which I, I have no idea. Who cares I, I anymore? He's, yeah. he's, he's not a pro anymore. Um more interesting game, Buffalo minus nine against San Francisco. Buffalo, we took them last week. They look good uh, beating the Rams. And they're on a little winning streak. Uh, they're at home, and it looks like they're going to play Colin Kaepernick. Uh, the Niners are minus nine. They just couldn't get anything going on last week. You think Ka- Kaepernick's got some magic in there, or he well, plays like he did before he got benched? Rookie year and year after, man, he had the magic against the Vikings. Every time I saw him play Minnesota, he was running all over the place, throwing darts. And, uh, you know, the thing I'm worried about with, with minus nine for Buffalo is that Kaepernick backdoor covers the thing. He's got that in him, doesn't he? Yeah. But you could also see this be 41-3 Buffalo, couldn't you? you know, <laughs> I mean, it could happen. Yeah. I mean, what do you think? He's just he. I mean, he he just commits turnovers. He commits those bad pick sixes and fumbles. How good's Buffalo's defense? I think very good, but let's question that. I could be talked into it, but I don't nine's think, a lot. I, th- I think we stay away. Okay, I think we stay away. Interesting game, though. It'll be fun to see if Kaepernick's got anything left. Another kind of those mediocre to bad teams. Detroit is at home minus three over the Rams. I, I don't know. I, I just don't like Detroit at all. They did beat Philly last week, but L.A. still hasn't. You know, they still got Case Keenum as quarterback. Um, that's a stay for me. Yeah. I mean, let's stay away from Detroit. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you there. Yeah. Uh, next game is Tennessee, the Titans, kind of still in that AFC South division race. They're just bad teams there. Texans who just got whooped by the Vikings, are still in front. The Colts are terrible. Jacksonville can't get settled. Maybe Tennessee's a little 
playoff caliber team. If they just go nine and seven, uh, they got to take care of business here. Minus seven at home against Cleveland. You got to win this game if you're thinking down the road. Can they? I'd take Tennessee in that game. But yeah. let's question mark it. Because They're just a team that doesn't a score a lot. I mean, you know, you got to score in the 20s to at least cover that. And I'm not sure if yeah. that's the way they play. But uh, the Browns are just bad. Yeah, Tennessee wins it. Whether they cover, let's question mark. All right. Um, the Eagles, they were road favorites last week and lost. They're road favorites again. They're traveling to Washington. Lines two and a half. Um. I'm just not sure what to make about that NFC North. Yeah, I'd take Philly, uh, but I'm liking that Green Bay game, too. Yeah. I'm liking the Oakland game, so let's keep let's, let's question go, mark let, it. Let's go to those afternoon games, then. It's Kansas City off a of bye, minus one and a half at Oakland. Uh, that Oakland team squeaked, squeaked out past uh, the Chargers last week. We took them. They, they beat us by half a point, but it's nice getting points at home. Yeah, I want to take Oakland. You know I like them. Yep. Uh, they're not perfect, but at home getting points, I like it. All right, let's try it. It's good to take those dogs. Uh, the next game, interesting one, Seattle at home, minus six against Atlanta. Two interesting teams here, I think. Seattle, same thing, coming off a of bye. you got to like those two weeks of prep. Um, line of six, Atlanta just dusted a previously undefeated Bronco team. They look good beating Tampa and, and the Carolina before that. Um some some interesting things to like about both teams in this one. I don't know. Yeah, it's you know, is Russell Wilson healthy? Looks like he's got two weeks and he's 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 better than he has been. You know, I'm I'm not sure if he'll be totally healthy the, ever again. But yeah. he, um, boy, you know that 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 huge game that Matt Ryan and Julio Jones had is still incredible. in front of the brain for me. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just thinking if they click like that. But they're up against Seattle's secondary. Mm-hmm. I don't know that they can get away with a lot of that deep ball action. Well, and you know, we're all talking about this crazy weather coming this weekend. That's going to yeah. be up in Seattle too. So it's just I, Seattle started to score points. They got Jimmy Graham back in the mix. But remember those problems early in the year where they they just couldn't. Sure. It was like a baseball game. Yep. Some of these Seattle games, a single digit scoring most of the game, both teams. Yep. You know, so they've. They've got to win by a touchdown. What do you think? I, mean, I don't like it. I think with the weather that's coming in there, I don't want to give up too many points. It might be a low-scoring game. Um, Atlanta does. They're a passing team, and that, that creates turnovers in nasty weather, or just you can't work. So I don't know. I think there's there's too many question marks. I say we stay. Let's stay away. Let's watch that one from home in the nice, warm <laughs> confines of the living room. Uh, the other game we like, though, is Green Bay, minus four. It's in Lambeau. Dallas Cowboys are still winning games. They blew out the Bengals last week. And we're not taking this team seriously, and we're picking them against them again. We're taking Green Bay minus four. Somebody's got to take... teach Dallas a lesson that they're not as good as they think they are. Uh, you know, um, this is Ezekiel Elliott. He just he's, ran through. He's the real deal, yeah. but he's a rookie. Uh, he's going to make a mistake. Uh, and the same goes for, you know, yeah. the new quarterback who – is creating a bit of a, a controversy in Dallas, yep. you know, with Romo and yeah, everything. Yeah, if you win but, games, you just, you should stay, keep the job, right? But I want to see how these rookies do going to Lambeau Field and, and just feeling the aura of that place away. Uh, and I think Green Bay's picking it up. So I think we're we're doing the right thing, having Green Bay be one of our picks this week. All right, we'll take it. Green Bay minus four. Sunday night game's a sleeper. Houston 
is hosting the Colts. Houston minus three. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That I'm one, not... you know, talk about viewership decline. Yeah. I think yeah. I'm going to contribute to the decline. I think so. We're, yeah. we're part of the 20% on that one. The Monday night game, uh, Arizona is at home. They're minus eight against the Jets. The Jets have, man, just thrown away some games. I've, I've said I want to pick against the Cardinals. Palmer's supposed to be back, but eight's too much for me. But I'm looking up here. We already got five picks, so let's let's leave them what we got. You don't think the Jets uh, rise above any of those we got already etched in stone. So let's go through those picks. It's Cincinnati plus nine, New Orleans plus three, Pittsburgh minus seven and a half, Oakland plus one and a half, Green Bay minus four. Three underdogs. It's nice to have a little change there. It's good. I like the balance there. Mm-hmm. I think it's, it's going to be good. And... Um, I hope your Bengals right the ship. They're yeah. a good team, and you know, a win against New England wow. would be big. Yep. Yeah, That'd and a loss is, is devastating. So a lot on the line there. Sometimes, yeah, you're just trying to pick a team that you know where the desire, where the need is high. You know, and maybe that's that keeps them at least in that game. So uh, Tim, overall so far, we're. Yeah, in five weeks. We're ten and fifteen. Ten and fifteen. Uh, only and one winning week. We got to get got to get that up. The super contest uh, consensus picks are seven and eighteen. Incredible. So if it makes us feel a little bit better, we're three wins ahead of the consensus picks. That's something. Well, we well, these people are listening to make money, so we but we need. It doesn't mean anything to our listeners. Right. They're, they're wanting wins and they're we, wanting them now. Yep, and it's coming. Let's, let's get back up to 500 now, here. What's let's get the line, uh, you know, in the sand on whether we're in the bunker again? Uh, we got to create a little bit of pressure here to focus. I, Are we going underground if we, if our losses double our wins? I, I don't think we can have another losing week. We can't have three. That's, you know. One more I, losing week, I, we're down. Yep. I think we got to get back to making people money on a weekly basis. I like the way you think. Three like and two, that. we'll take it. Let's get going. Let's put that five and zero. We're back to five hundred. We're we're uh, we're getting serious now, folks. The NFL is getting serious. Uh, we're going to see you guys next week, and we're going to have some winners for you, and hope we can all celebrate. Thanks for listening. Uh, we'll be back next week with more pigskin pickers.